What up, family? It's your boy back in the building, BKJ, for another episode of The Smoking Bean. Welcome back, and I'm happy to be back, man. I want to uh, shout out everyone who's been tuning in, everyone who's been liking and subscribing and purchasing and just sending support. I really, really appreciate everything, and um, we're going to get right into it, man. This is a good topic, I feel like. We need to talk about and really, really, um, you know, dig into because a lot of times we can get lax on on these type of things. And I just want to make sure we're all protected and we're all safe. And uh, first of all, I want to send shout out and prayers to everyone that is going through mentally, spiritually, um, physically, financially. You know, my prayers go out to you all, and I'm praying that God protects you and pray that God gives you everything that you need to get through this season. Um, but, yeah, let's get into it, man. Um, we're going to talk about home protection. We're going to talk about just safety, period. You know, are you protected? And um, I'm no expert in this area, but as I learn, I like to share and um, so we can help each other out so we can be safe and we won't be a victim, uh, because we live in some crazy times, man. Um, there's people out here, you know, planning, and there's just some evil people, evil-minded people. I wouldn't say they're evil, but they just have some evil intentions. And, um, you know, I just want to make sure we're protected and doing everything that we need to do. So we need to be having these conversations with um, our loved ones, our families, our children, because especially... Parents like myself that have children that are at the driving age, you know, 17, 18, 19, mid-20s, they're going in and out, going to work, going to school, um, going with friends. And if you don't have these type of conversations with them, you know, they can be caught out there. You know, there's a lot of uh, abductions going on, you know, young ladies being taken Um, There's a lot of even young men too. young men are getting kidnapped as well. So we're not exempt. Um, So when we're out, you know, I'm always telling my daughters, um, hey, you know, watch your surroundings. I'm telling my wife, watch your surroundings. I'm telling my son when he goes, hey, he goes to the mall. Always, hey, watch your surroundings because people are watching. They're lurking. Um, And, um, you know, you're you're carrying bags and, and you're walking through the mall. And, um, you know, people are watching, man, and they, they will try to take advantage of you. So you want to make sure you're paying attention. You know, a lot of times we we're in the era of the cell phone and the, the tablets and we're always looking down, you know, and, and it's so sad. I watch people and you get caught up in it as well. Even if it's just for a second, you're looking for direction, you're looking at something but you're looking down so much that you're not even paying attention to what's going on around you and and noticing that this person has been following you through the mall. This person, this car has been following you or this person has been standing there watching you because you're on your phone every moment you get a moment. Um, You're looking down at your phone and you're not paying attention, not locking your door. So I try to tell my daughters, I tell my wife, when you're going to Walmart, let me know when you're going to the gas station. I try to Make sure I put uh, gas in my wife's car so she don't have to stop. But sometimes, you know, she'll run it down and she has to stop. So I make sure she goes to a lit area. Tell my daughters, go to a lit area. When you have to stop, don't sit there with your doors unlocked. 
Do what you got to do. Get your gas, run to the store, and get back in your car. Lock your door and pull off. Don't sit there um, texting on your phone because you're not watching. And people are watching you sometimes. You know, um, even my son, he wanted to. He was coming home from a dinner he went to the other night. And um, he said, I'm going to stop and get some gas. You know, he don't like to be under half. He was like a little bit under half. And it was like 1030. I said, no, come home, you know, because I don't even stop for gas that late. Um, and you, so you definitely don't need to be out that late getting gas because that's when, you know, people are out, they're lurking, they're watching. Um, and that's when things can happen. Things can happen during the day, it can happen 1030 in the morning as well. So we have to make sure we're paying attention. We have to make sure we are teaching our children, teaching our families, teaching our, uh, our wives, um, how to be safe out here. And that's our job as men. Men, that's our job to be teaching and training our family to be safe out here in these streets and safe here at home. Um, so, yeah, it, and, you know, the first thing people think about when we talk about, oh, being safe, um, everybody want to talk about, oh, I have a fire, I have a weapon. But a weapon is good. You know, I have... I have multiple, but that should be the last resort. You know, if you have to pull a weapon, that means something else in between failed, you know, because that means someone's so close to you where they're a threat and now your life is in danger and you have to use a weapon. So what are the things you put in place before it even gets to that point? Are we talking about those things? Are we running scenarios? Do we have a plan? If you do, that's great, just like we have a plan, but it's always good to run through that plan, whether it's talking about it, whether it's running through it physically, because iron sharp as iron, you sharpen your mind, it becomes routine, just like anything else you do, you know, just like Steph Curry on the three-pointer, you know, he's shooting hundred, couple hundred a day, and that's why he shoots so well, and the same thing with anything else we want to be great at, uh, we want to be great at uh, you know, running this routine, this safety routine in our home, training our family. We have to do it every day, even when they don't feel like it, even when they don't ex expect it. And um, I want to tell you the story. When my children were younger, I used to run fire drills randomly. Um, I had uh, foster children that I took care of too. So we ran this, these fire drills um, randomly and I used to just yell I used to have an, a bell and I used to fire fire and whatever they were doing um, they had to stop run out the door the closest exit and get to our safe spot we had a safe spot across the street from the home um, where everybody had to meet and my job was to make sure everybody was accounted for okay you don't grab anything don't worry about grabbing any of these material things those things can be replaced. Your life can't. So we used to run through this routine. They knew exactly what to do. And um, I felt comfortable and confident um, knowing that I had had these things in place. Because a lot of times if I'm not home, you know, what happens? People resort to their lowest or their highest form of training, you know. And if you haven't been trained, you just, you're not going to know what to do. If you haven't ran through that routine, you're not going to know what to do. And that's when things happen and people get hurt. 
So even to this day, um, we have routines in my home. Um, and if you don't, I suggest that you do start putting some type of plan. The children are never too young. If your child can sing a song of, your, of their favorite artist or your favorite artist, um, they can learn a, a routine, a safety routine. You know, uh, running through these routines, make it fun, but let them know that, hey, just in case anything ha happens, this is what you do. You have to listen. This is what I'm trying to teach my son now, um, my five-year-old, mainly to listen. When we're telling him to do something and it's an emergency, I need you to move quickly and I need you to listen. That's the main thing. We'll do the rest. So just teaching him to do that, like, so he even understands when there's some urgency. Uh, quick story, like yesterday, like I, I never, he, he knows I have my firearm. I always have my firearm on me, always. Um, it's just I'm just comfortable at this point with always having it on me when I'm driving, when I'm out here in the streets. Period. Because as we all know, and it's sad to even have to say this, but black men are targets and we're endangered species, you know, to put it in, in, in those words. So whenever I step out my home, I make sure I grab my keys, my wallet, Jesus, and my firearm. Always when I'm dropping him to school, when I'm drop picking him up from school, when I'm on my way to church, when I'm and I don't take it inside, of course, but it's on me all the time, just like everything else would be my cell phone, my keys, my wallet, my firearm. So it's on me all the time um, and I'm comfortable with it because I've trained with it. So but my son knows it's on me. So he knows he I call it my wallet. He knows it's my wallet. Don't play around daddy's wallet. Um, so he knows he, he even knows and it's usually concealed. Um, so you never know, but he always knows what side is on. So he, he don't even play. And this had to, this is, was over time practice, practice. I always tell him, Hey, daddy's wallet is over there. Daddy's wallet is over there. So he knows now not to play on that side where daddy's wallet is. Um, and he also knows I never put my firearm away in my safe with him around. So yesterday, um, you know, I was, it was the end of the night. You know, um, I'm getting ready for bed. And I'm about to put my firearm away. And I say, hey, get up, go in the room with mommy. He, he sees me reaching. He jumps up automatically and he goes into the bathroom and closes the door. He already he already knows when I tell him to move. It's something serious. I need you to go. Boom, boom, boom. I hit the, the cold, put my firearm up, close the safe. I say, OK, you can come out. He comes out. And he doesn't even ask any questions. He just knows. So we have to train our family, train them to move how we want them to move. So when things happen, there's no hesitation because one second can be a life or death situation. I even tell my oldest son, when you're downstairs in the kitchen at night, because we all when we, we have teenage kids, we know they like to get up at two, three in the morning because they're up playing video games. I'm asleep. My alarm is set. I'm already, you know, in sleep mode and I already set my house to where it's protected. Um, so I'm good. 
So if I hear something moving around downstairs, I'm already like, okay, it's go time. So I said, an intruder don't know where lights are, right? They don't know your house, so they're not going to come in and turn on lights. So I told my son, when you're downstairs, turn on the lights. That way I know it's a friendly. I know it's you. Um, because you rumbling around and, 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 and stumbling around downstairs in the dark, to me, you're an intruder because only an intruder is going to stumble around because they don't know where they're going. So they're going to be tripping. They're going to be fumbling around. They're going to be making a bunch of noise. Um, so there's a few things I put in place for that to even happen as well. Um, so even he knows, go downstairs, you turn on the light. That way I know it's you. Um, you know, make some type of, you know, Make me aware that it's a friendly. So even he knows. Even my daughters, they say, oh, I want to pop up on you. I tell them, don't pop up on me. Do not. Make sure you let me know you're coming. Make sure you let me know you're coming in. Um, Just for us all to be safe. Because my job is to protect the family. And if I hear something coming through the door, I'm going to react. And I don't want to react wrong. So everyone knows their role, and these are things that need to be talked about. Um, so if you haven't, again, I suggest you put something in place. Fire drills. What happens if there's a fire downstairs? We have one of those portable ladders um, that roll out from the second-story window and that we hook on. So if there's a fire downstairs, for whatever reason, things happen, um, and we can't get downstairs, I, we have a way out. Do you have those things in place? If you don't, that's fine. But it's, now is the time to correct it because, like I said, oh, I forgot to shout out my partner, Coffee. Sorry about that. Sorry. He was over there. I, I He was steaming up. I was like, what's wrong with him? And he was mad that I didn't introduce him this show. So I was just so excited to get into our safety show that um I forgot. So my bad. My bad, my bro. My partner, Coffee, always in the building, always on deck. Um, but, yeah, if you don't have those things in place, don't feel bad. We are all in this together, and these are some of the things I would hope that you start paying attention to. What is the way out um, in case of a fire? What is the way out in case of an intruder? What do we do? Where do we go? Where do we hide? What is the first thing you do when you hear something um, and you know, so, and these things will help, um, because no one knows your plan, but you, um, and, and, and having something in place can save you and your family's life, especially, you know, as a man, you want to know these things in place when you're at work, when you're out of town, especially when I go out of town for business or whatever, I just want to make sure my wife and my family knows exactly what to do. It's like a machine. We know exactly what to do, where to go, who to call, um, and that comes with practice, comes with practice. And, you know, of course, prayer, God is always here protecting us, but we have to be wise as well and use wisdom and uh, make sure we're doing everything that we can do. Um, you know, so deterrence for all your homeowners, you know, and you have alarm systems, you know, but before the alarm even, before it gets to one point, there should be something else in place. The sign in front of your door. The sign in your yard should say Brinks. It should say ADT. It should say whatever, you know, this home is protected by. Um, 
That's deterrence. These are things that people are going to look at before they think about it. Beware, beware of dog, um, cameras, whether they work or not. They don't know, you know, have them up. People are looking, lurking. They are watching to see who they can take advantage of. So you have these things in place. They're going to look and say, oh, they got a camera. They got a ring on their door. They got an alarm system. They got a dog. These are all the things I have to worry about. So even if I breach one, there's these other things that I have to worry about. You know what? Forget that house. Let's go to another one. Because let's be real. There's people getting robbed. Houses being broken into. Um, and, and things are happening to people, you know, that we we did don't think that would happen to us. But, you know, we're not a victim until we are. And I just want to make sure we're all educated and doing the things that we need to do and putting the things in place so we won't be that victim. Um, so I feel like this is it's not as a juicy of a, of a topic, um, but it's definitely something that will help um, men make sure we have things in place. A lot of times we want to, you know, do so many other things that are important as well. What, but what are you leaving behind when you leave your home? What are you teaching your family? Uh, what are you putting in place for your family uh, when you're not there or when you're there? Um, secondly, I would suggest the, the most easiest thing that we all do every day is lock your doors. Locking your doors, locking your windows, closing the garage door. Making sure your car doors are locked if you don't have a garage and your cars are left outside. These are things that we do every day, but sometimes we forget. I've been I've been in a position, I've been the one, sometimes I forgot to lock the front door. I forgot to lock my car door or whatever because things happen. You come in the house, you have bags, you have other things going on you get distracted and you think you're gonna when i put these bags down i'm gonna go back and lock the door but then you get distracted other things start happening and you forget to lock the door the door is open all night the family's not asleep we're, we're watching a movie or doing whatever but your door is open and you are vulnerable you know the worst thing you want is someone just walking into your home and you're not prepared you know the majority of the families won't be prepared for the other, you know, percentage of people that are, because like I said, I have my firearm on me all the time. When you see me cooking on my stories, I have my firearm on me. Uh, my wife jokes that she has to remind me sometimes when I'm giving my son a bath, I have my firearm on me, not because I, I feel like I need to. It's just because it's become part of what I have on, you know. I have my clothes on, I have my pants on, my I have my firearm on me. So it's not until I take off everything from the day that I take that off as well. So a lot of times I have to be reminded, oh, okay, let me put let me put it up. I am giving my my son a bath. Or, you know, sometimes when I'm in the kitchen, I'm like, okay, I don't need let me put it put it away for now. Um so I have to remind myself. So it's not like I'm just carrying it around just because I just want to carry it around. It's just I forget I have it on me and I've, I'm comfortable. So, you know, one thing I want to say is do not handle any type of weapon, weapon. Do not handle any type of firearm without the proper knowledge, training and um, 
that it takes to make sure you are comfortable um, carrying these type of things because, you know, we have our loved ones around and uh, we don't want anything happening um, by mistake to ourselves or any of them. So the reason why I'm comfortable with carrying my firearm on me at all times is because I've taken the time, I put in the hours training, practicing, uh, reading and researching and, and just knowing the different things to do. I know how to handle my weapon. I know how to carry it. I know how to grab it. I know what not to do, where not to put my fingers. Um, so I suggest that you get more educated about your weapon before you start carrying it around. But going back to my first point, locking your doors. Uh, we've all been, um, what's the word I want to use? We've all been in a situation where the, the the front door forgot to be locked or maybe you locked, forgot to lock your car door or your garage door was left open. There's a lot of time I have to call my neighbors and, you know, hey, your garage door is open. They're over there. Oh, appreciate it, my man. I forgot. You know, same thing. We come in the house with groceries. We forget to go back out or I'll send my son out. My, my son is good for this. I mean, we have teenage boys. You already know to check behind them, you know. I send him out the door, I send him out the garage. He comes in behind me, don't even close the garage door. I'm thinking he knows to close the garage door. He don't. The garage is left open. So I come down, rechecking the house before I go to sleep, realize the garage door been open all this time. Somebody could have just walked in through the garage. You know, somebody could have just walked in took something out of my car. I always try to make sure I lock my car, even in the garage, though. But sometimes, you know, I wait to the end of the night to do all of those things. So just checking behind yourself, checking behind each other, making that a routine. So even those little things are routine in my house. Um, we know when it's time for bed, we walk the house. Make sure the front door is locked. And, you know, live in the house, you have multiple doors. Um, you have your front door. You have your back door. You have your garage door. You have your garage. Um, you have your fence door. You know, those things are left open. People can come into your backyard, your windows. So you want to make sure you walk your house. Make sure all your doors, all your entryways are locked. And then what we implement, implement it later on is to rewalk it. Somebody else rewalks it. So I used to get mad at this. I used to be offended, actually not mad, because my wife asked me, did you lock the house? And I'd be like, yeah. And then she'll go downstairs to get a drink of water or whatever. Then I hear her checking the house. I was like, why are you checking out? I told you that I already locked the house. You know, but it's nothing wrong with having an extra eye because there has been situations where she went after me and the back door was unlocked. The latch wasn't pulled down all the way and she was able to slide it. So instead of me getting offended, I, now I welcome it as part of our routine because sometimes you may miss something. And um, just having that extra eye, that extra person just walking behind you, even with her, when she say she's checked the house, I always come make sure I check it behind her, make sure the doors are locked, make sure the windows are locked, make sure the light that I want left on, left on, because I really never want to leave a light on for an intruder to be able to just see and walk around my home. I like it pitch black because I don't want you to know how to move around and maneuver through my house. So if anything, I may leave the little light on over the stove, but 
I really like it pitch black. Um, once I do that, we set the alarm either manually or on my phone. Boom, we're set. We're ready to go. Um, and those are the two things that we can put in place to make sure, okay, if anybody tries to enter in our home, first, they pass the deterrent. So they really want to get in. Secondly, we're not going to make it easy for you to just walk in. You're going to have to bang your way in, kick the door down. At that point, I hear that I'm already where I need to be. Um, you know, and thirdly, having a routine, like I said before, we know exactly where to go. It takes me and I can't share with you our our routine because that would just be giving away too much information. But if you're if you're home, everyone should have a place, a safe place they run so they can call 911 and make sure they are creating a barrier between you and an intruder. Most of the time People who come in your house, they want to steal something. They're going to be downstairs rambling. It's very rare that they come upstairs unless they really want to get at you. So the barrier is, is if you have upstairs area. Now, a flat home, now you're in a situation where you're downstairs with them, and that's a totally different situation. But when you have a two-story like we do, my job is to make sure I'm the barrier between them and my family. So I'm not going downstairs looking for them i'm upstairs posted up where i need to be so the plan that we have put in place it takes me eight seconds and this is because i've practiced and it's because i've ran through this scenario from me laying in the bed to me reaching over to my safe doing what i need to do and being in the spot where i need to be it takes me eight seconds now the rest of the time my wife knows what she needs to be doing She's running to the spot, making sure my son's where he needs to be. My other son is making sure. So we have a lot of moving parts going on. But my job and my role takes eight seconds. While she's doing what she needs to do, I'm already in my spot in eight seconds, ready to do what I need to do. If all else fails, God forbid that happens and I don't really want to. But my job is to make sure no one turns that corner and starts walking up them stairs. One step around that corner and up those stairs will be a bad day for you. Right, um, the guy on the door right there, his name is Benjamin Button. And um, he didn't make it. So y'all can say what's up to him, but I don't think he can respond. But um, those are the man hours that I put in. Those, those are plenty of sheets behind that one. But a, 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 a standing target is different from a moving target. But at the same time, practice makes perfect. And you have to make sure you are in position to be successful. Um, so that's the last resort. These All these other things should be put in place to as a prevention. But the last resort is your firearm. Um and making sure that no one is putting, you don't feel like your your life and your family's life is in danger. Material things, whatever. 75, 85 inch TV, even though I love my TV, I'm not going to go downstairs trying to protect a TV. Um, my job is to make sure I am creating a barrier between the intruder 
in my family. So your plan don't have to be like my plan. You don't have to be as extreme. But I just want you guys to make sure you have something in place. Uh, last but not least, before I go to bed, I always pray over my home. As I'm locking the doors, I'm praying. As I'm checking my son's rooms, I'm praying over their doors. Before I lay down, I'm praying, asking God to protect us and to have his angels build a fence around our home. But, and the rest is up to him. But I have to make sure I have put those other things in place. So don't get lax. Uh, you know, don't get lazy. Continue to keep your routine up if you have one. If you don't have one, I suggest you guys come up with a family plan. Talk to your sons because I told my son, hey, after a while, I need you to learn how to handle these firearms that we have in this home because I may have to walk downstairs, assess the situation. I need you to take my place in this spot that I was and know what to do to protect your family. If I'm out of town, I know I need you to know exactly what to do to make sure your your family is safe. So, you know, talk to your sons. If you have sons, talk to your wife. Make sure she's comfortable. We are both concealed weapon carriers, me and my wife. So it's a bad day. It's, it's a really bad day for you if you decide to run up on either one of us. Um, and not saying we are out here looking for trouble because anybody can get got. Um, but um, we're always paying attention. Um, we're always looking. You know, walking to our car out of the grocery store, we're watching, we're looking, you know, getting straight into the car. We're not on our phone. We're not looking down. We're into, in the car, groceries in the car, doors locked in the car, we're out. Everything else can be done once we leave and we're on our way home. And um, because there's people watching, man, we have to make sure we are paying attention. Um, there's one story before I go, and um, it's about carrying your firearm. And a lot of times, uh, people that's carrying firearms, when I first started carrying, I wasn't comfortable carrying with uh, one in the chamber, meaning I wasn't ca comfortable carrying with ammo in the chamber of the gun. So I carried with an empty chamber until I got comfortable. Um, the more comfortable I got, the more knowledge I had, the more comfortable I got withdrawing my weapon and holding my weapon and make sure my fingers were placed where they're supposed to. Now I carry with one in the chamber. And the reason why that's recommended is because it takes a split. It takes a few seconds for anything, for something bad to happen. And you want to always be prepared. And the time that it takes for you to pull your weapon, cock your weapon, um, and then fire is, is, can be, somebody can be already on you. And one story I watched on YouTube, this guy was at the barbershop with his son. He was in the chair. His small son was sitting. I guess he just had his cut, just like how when me and my son go. You know, he goes first. I go second. He's sitting waiting for me. Two guys came in, started robbing the barbershop. So they went down. There were two guys because they went down started robbing the barbers down on the far end and the customers. So because the guy had his firearm on him and already um, loaded, you know, he was able to wait 
because he feared for his son's life. So watching the video, you can see he waits until the guys have their back turned because they were coming down the line. And what was going to happen is they was going to feel that he had a weapon on him. So he had to make a decision. Okay, when these guys came down the line, I have to make sure my son is safe. Make sure they don't find my weapon. I don't know what was going through his mind. But when they turned their back, he automatically pulled his weapon, got down on the one knee, started to fire, turned, fired, and the other guy ran out, but he shot the one that was on the far end um, because they were coming closer to his son. Um, and if he would have had to cock his weapon and chamber his weapon, it would have made a noise. It would have, you know, the sound it makes when you chamber your weapon is like a click clack and it's loud. So that would have caused like them to look and be like, you know, and start to panic or whatever. So him having his weapon already chambered gave him an opportunity to react and protect him and his family. So, you know, if you have a weapon, I'm going to go back to that. Please uh, make sure you are educated. Make sure you are comfortable. Uh, those are the two things. Make sure you are educated and make sure you are comfortable. Um, don't do anything that you're not comfortable doing because you can hurt yourself and hurt others. But, um, yeah, man, you just want to make sure y'all guys are safe um, and make sure you have some things in place, man. Uh, run through these scenarios. Make sure you don't get lax on your routine. Teach your family. Teach your children, even your smallest children, to just pay attention and listen when we are trying to tell you to do something because they know when you're playing and when you're not, and they need to know the urgency behind what we're saying. Come on, let's get up, let's move. Come on, hurry up, let's go. My son knows when I, when I clap, you know the, the parent clap. When you clap two times, let's go. You know it's time, okay, straighten up. I need you to move quickly, 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 let's go. Um, not to put fear in them, but to let them know that it's urgent. Um, and as you continue to do these things, you know, you feel more comfortable and, um, you know, it's, it's less likely that you become a victim. So, yeah. Protect yourself, guys. Stay safe. And um, yeah, let's continue to grind, man. You know what I'm doing. Grinding to the top. It's rough sometimes, but we're going to get there. And um, I hope y'all there with me. So, I'm out. Smoking bean.